let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at legalshield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at First, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. KFI AM640, you're listening to The John and Ken Show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. On the radio from when? You know, one what? to four, after four, it's Johnny Ken On Demand, the podcast. So if you miss something, you could hear it on the podcast. It's the same as the radio show. Really run from one to four? When did that happen? <laughs> Actually, it, it's been longer, but you just, you kind of drifted off, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> uh, one thing to note at the beginning of, beginning of the show, and sometimes we do this. We go back and sort of the last thing we did on the last show becomes the first thing off it's a car chase but in, in this case I, I i well two things happen remember conway comes in the room at the end of the show right mm-hmm. With, yes. like he normally does and sometimes when he says things i'm never sure he's just you know no it's a joke he's playing around oh i i never know if he's telling uh, a real story or not ever so he told a story right and i shrugged and all right we laughed about it for a second we moved on and then I came home. Well, I went home, but I went out to dinner. And I came back to dinner about seven p.m. I came home. And, and I, I got up back. out of my chair. Yeah, I came back about seven p.m. and I passed a, uh, a line of people. I couldn't believe how long the line was, and I said, "What? What is this? It's like on a main street, right? Where there's a lot of different stores." And I, 30, 40, 50, It looked like it was a hundred people wrapped around the corner, and then I noticed where they were lined up. Do you remember what Conway said when he came on the show? The, ta- the tattoo shop on Friday the 13th. That, that's a thing it, now. I, I did not know that, but I saw the proof. And I almost thought he was kidding. And then I looked it up. 
after I got home and I said, what? This is considered a lucky day to be tattooed. Who knew? I'm, I'm not in the tattoo community. What kind I, of religious cult is this now? And when did that start? Because, well, I don't look at every Friday the 13th tattoo parlor line, but um, it apparently, uh, what? well, it, uh, it says tracking, uh, well, let's see, because now this story is mostly about how most people consider Friday the 13th to be unlucky, but... Um, that is so dumb. But what, it, does anyone ever question this nonsense? Uh, what is this, the 5th century? So these people are playing, you know, opposite world. They instead have embraced getting a tattoo on Friday the 13th as something to be considered uh, luck or a future good fortune, I guess, is how it works. No, no, uh, no, no. This is this is just all woo woo nonsense. <laughs> this is uh, it says here it's become something about Black Friday for tattoo tattoo shops. Many shops run special promotions, charging steeply discounted prices to get work done, often for a flat rate or even under shop minimum. Oh, so there's a discount that comes with it, too. So. Yeah, it's a marketing thing. You yeah. have any tattoos? No. It, 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 I, don't, I don't understand willfully disfiguring yourself. Uh, I, 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 I have never, I, I've never understood tattoos. Nothing, nothing about it. Especially on women. I, I see really... Beautiful-looking women who've completely disfigured themselves with with just all kinds of it's like graffiti, it's like spray paint. I I don't know. Uh, the modern model for Friday the Thirteenth is a tattoo holiday. That's what they call Mention. it. Is often credited back to the owner of a tattoo store in uh, in Dallas. Imagine standing in line in the hot sun to get some incomprehensible symbol. Tattooed on your body and and paying for it. Yeah, well, now on Friday the thirteenth, there's a discount on Friday the thirteenth. Boy, there's so many layers of stupid in this story. I, I can't, I can't, I can't even see straight. <laughs> I, I, oh, really? <laughs> there are unlucky days and there are unlucky numbers. Wow. <laughs> This story in USA Today actually tells you how to prepare for it. Uh, prepare to pick a design. Uh, choose an appropriate placement. Right, because you have to figure out where in your body you want it, and expect the place to be crowded. Right? Yeah. Wear nice. proper attire. Hmm. Make sure you wear clothing that allows easy access to the area right. you want tattooed. So you, if you want to, come hydrated, come with a full stomach and with clean showered skin. <laughs> no, come dirty and unwashed and greasy. <laughs> Maybe they're getting John and Ken tattoos out there. Yeah, you don't know. I, uh, I haven't seen that yet. <laughs> really. I don't know. Uh, whole, whole culture completely escapes me. From the Israel versus Hamas world, uh, one of the stories that popped up today, and you can, I guess, take it with a grain of salt, that Iran's foreign ministry says Hamas is ready to release the nearly 200 hostages if Israel stops the airstrikes on the Gaza Strip. Oh, that's all it takes? Yeah. You know, I don't I, think they understand. It's about eliminating Hamas. It's, we'd love to get the hostages home alive. But yeah, a, I, you know, everybody's got to start taking the, all the parties literally. Like the, the way Hamas always had it in their charter to eliminate all Jews and destroy Israel. Right. You better take Israel seriously. They are going to kill every member of Hamas they can find. And they're going to destroy every piece of equipment in every building that Hamas is housed in. And that is going to happen. And uh, you're not going to talk them out of it. And I, I was, Eric and I were just talking before the show, and Iran says, Iran minister said, 
that, you know, it looks like it's unavoidable that Iran will get involved in this. Take that seriously. They're going to be in. And the United States they issued a 24-hour uh, a, uh, notice to all their troops in the area be ready to deploy. They better take that seriously. This is this is all going to happen. It's not going backwards. What are they? They're waiting to see if they can get some people evacuated before they march in there. Is that what Israel's waiting for? Or I, I, the longer you wait on the hostages, the more difficult that becomes. But yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know how they're going to find the hostages. And I haven't heard anybody make a credible explanation because I've been listening uh, to watching a lot of uh, cable TV and experts, and there's there's nobody could other than it's it's likely they're underground in the tunnels. Nobody right. has an idea of actually how you would get them out alive. And, right. Uh, because think about it. It's, what, what would you do? You, you nah, know, you have know. to hopefully you've, maybe maybe you have some uh, informants who live in the neighborhood and they saw something. But that, 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 that underground tunnel system is supposed to be so complex and widespread. I can't imagine anybody has a map of it. So, yeah. It's probably, I just would think it's not going to turn out well in the end for the hostages. Yeah, Israel's claiming that they uh, killed uh, the Hamas commander, who was the mastermind behind the massacres that occurred just over a week ago. That's what they're saying uh, with some of these bombings. Uh, uh, they said they struck more than 100 military targets just in one night, including command centers, rocket launchers. A hundred. Isn't it, it amazing how... Uh, armed they were and 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 how widespread they were a hundred centers this is where all the money goes that's they don't they never took care of their own people all the people are struggling in terrible poverty and they're blaming israel for it it's like no this this hamas crowd made the, the leaders got rich and they spent it all on uh, military weaponry military buildings training yeah i saw a story over the weekend that because to most of us, this looked suicidal on the part of Hamas. Uh, whatever damage they were able to carry out is going to come back to you know, haunt them a million times over. But uh, that they're they're sort of being challenged by other uh, the younger terrorist organizations, and they wanted to make a a show of it to say uh, we're still tough, we're still out there, Good. and we can still inflict damage on Israel. Good. And now you'll be obliterated. You won't exist anymore. Well, Seem to be the case. Yeah. All right, uh, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. Well, now we have acts of violence being committed around the world because of what's going on with Israel against Hamas. Over the weekend, reports that a guy in Illinois, it's a town called Plainfield, about 40 miles outside of Chicago, decided to go and attack I guess one of his tenants and their child. Uh, he fatally stabbed a six-year-old Muslim boy and seriously wounded the mother. The mother called 911 to report she had locked herself in the bathroom because the landlord attacked her with a knife. She was still trying to fight him off. When they got there, they found this 71-year-old Joseph Zuba uh, sitting upright outside on the ground near the driveway of the home with a cut on his forehead. He was charged with first-degree murder, and they say that they've confirmed that he did this because they were Muslim, and he's angry about what happened in Israel. Uh, very strange indeed. I, I don't know whether or not this guy's politically connected or what his... Uh, did you see him? Uh, no, I didn't see a picture. 
He's got. Oh, yeah, this is worth looking up. He's got. Well, he looks withered oh. and frail, and he's got long, stringy, wild hair. I first saw this, and I thought, oh, it must have been, you know, a, a crazed vagrant that had wandered up and stabbed him to death. I can't believe this guy was a landlord. Yeah, he's got. Really- it looks like he's got a busted lip, and he's got scratches on his nose and on his forehead, but. He looks he looks like he's 100 years old. You know, grease, 71 it says. Greasy, stringy, uh, that's a rough 71. That's 71 times 2 there. Uh just uh yeah, just it just looks like a a, a vagrant living under a uh living under According a, to the Washington overpass. Post, the landlord built the boy a treehouse, let him use a swimming pool, bought him toys. It, it looks- over the past few days something changed and he grew hostile. To any of his Arab tenants, hmm. he 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 looks he looks like a pervert. Actually, he looks like one of those guys that he, he molests children. I mean, he just oh, he was I, they stabbed the child twenty six times. I wouldn't want to live in a house owned by this guy. Gosh, he was stabbed a dozen times, but managed to survive. Wow, yeah, yeah it's but this is this is this is you can see more of these things. People, well, there's so many crazy people out there, and they get triggered by outside events. Allegedly, that led to this, which happened today. Two people have been shot dead in Brussels, Belgium, by a man who was seeking revenge for the stabbing death of the little boy we just talked about. There we go. Uh, apparently, he fired on a group of Swedish football fans, killing two people. Uh, the men were wearing their national team jerseys or on their way to a match. A third person is said to have been seriously injured. The alleged attacker used the name Salem Sluma to boast about the two murders on Facebook. Oh, there we go. All Adding he sought to avenge the killing of the six-year-old U.S. Muslim boy. That's, that's what will feed this. Is you, So many people spend hours and hours... On social media, on the internet, ingesting, you know, everybody's angry, wild opinions and uh, all the terrible news and all the fake news that's out there. And it really, they're, they're unhinged to begin with, right? They're right on the edge. And yeah, then if they see some, something, they get enraged, they get triggered, whatever trendy word you'd like to use. And <laughs> then they go out and they just start stabbing people. Uh, There's so much mental illness that people are not aware of until... Something like uh, you know this this news event happens. I mean, yeah, yeah, but uh, he apparently uh, rode off uh, on a moped. But I guess they caught him later, and they think he was carrying some sort of uh, Kalashnikov-style weapon. What the hell! This is in Brussels, Belgium, he, by the way. He doesn't like. He doesn't look like he'd even own. Oh, you're talking about the attacker? Yes. I mean, I'm just shocked that he actually owned a home and was able to rent it out and whatever else. Oh, you're back to the landlord. The landlord, yeah. I'm sorry. I just found found a picture and a story on him. I was like... Yeah. Yeah, I know. Joseph Zuba. Uh, Really wild times going on. Uh, There's plenty more coming. Uh whether or not it's a political move or just uh, the right humanitarian move, Ron DeSantis is flying Americans from Israel back to Florida. I guess he's actually spending his own campaign money or something. 
The first flight carrying American citizens from Israel arrived in Florida yesterday as part of a DeSantis executive order. Or maybe that's Florida tax money. I don't know. DeSantis is big on showing that he can get things done. Done. Done quickly. He did that after the two big hurricanes they've had in the last uh, two years. He he, he, uh, really, uh, and and he, he pulls it off. You know, he... He suspended his campaign when the big hurricane was coming in a little while back, and he goes on television all day, and he holds meetings all day, and he issues executive orders and gets the National Guard or gets the rescue people, the the people to rebuild uh, the infrastructure, and boom, 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 it's done. And you know, I don't know what his campaign issues are, but if there's a market for somebody who's effective, efficient, and actually like keeps the world running... And I think he wanted to show because I had heard that that the Biden administration was struggling to get Americans out of there, that there's a lot of stranded Americans in Israel, as you can imagine, and they were not getting the planes in to uh, rescue them. The Florida Division of Emergency Management is going to send additional flights to send supplies to Israel and bring more Floridians home. So you have to be a Floridian to get on these planes or <laughs> to prove that? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like since it's Florida money, maybe, I don't know. Whether. Yeah, maybe that justifies the the use of the money as he was uh, saving uh, Florida, uh, Florida citizens. Well, the only problem with DeSantis is Trump. No, he also I know. doesn't have a magic personality. He doesn't have anything no, particularly. But none of the rest of them running really do either. But but Trump is just overshadowing any political campaign. I, mean, I saw a story today that uh, they are going to have a third debate. I'm like, really? Is there a point to have a third debate? Because yeah. it's not resulting in any change. No, nothing. He's he's going to win unless he dies or for some reason uh, people revolt when he gets let off to prison and it hits them that, hey, maybe we shouldn't have a president governing from prison. But Or the opposite. Now that he's in prison, I'm really mad. Right, yeah. And I'm really going to take this country back yep. for, for my leader. So. But I, I, think, I think DeSantis would be incredibly competent in actually running the government. But I, I saw a story the other day. Uh, well, actually, he uh, Trump just appeared in Anaheim. They had some big Republican conference, and he did uh, an hour and a half his stand-up act, which is what helped get him elected the first time. And there was a, there was a reporter who acted as a reviewer, and you could tell the writer's not a Trump fan, but he had to admit he... Trump knows how to entertain. He was funny. And the crowd yeah. really got into it. And I don't, DeSantis is not capable of competing with that. He just doesn't, uh, he doesn't have the humor. I was reading him. a column in the New York Times today, probably not the best place to go for this kind of news, but uh, the columnist said, if you, if you catch a snippet of Trump, it does sound like the old Trump, but if you actually listen to a long Trump speech, it always comes back to the same thing. They mm-hmm. stole the election from me. Yeah, no, you can't, you can't let go of that. I don't know. Right. That's, that's, that's he drops it in, even when he tells a story about something. I mean, remember 2016, when he ran so well, it was just on, you know, the opioid crisis and blue-collar people that were, you know, in pain or the economy, and he was doing well in China and the trade deals. That, that and the wall, of course. Mm-hmm. That really stuck with people. Oh, yeah. I, I don't know that that's happening this time. And plus the insults. You're right. He did a good Good job making fun of his opponents. <laughs> but uh, I, remember, it, I remember when uh, we did our show down from... Uh, the uh, Orange County Fairgrounds is that where he appeared at the yeah, amphitheater? I think it was, yeah, something yeah. And we want we watched the show from uh, the inside and uh, put it put his politics aside. He was funny. He was wildly entertaining on stage. He was stalking the, like a Las Vegas comedian the stage. And that was the secret to combine the right issues with the right punchlines and personality. Yeah, 
it's not happening this time, but because he's got that solid base of support, there's nobody that can eclipse him on that. Although, did you see Biden last night in 60 Minutes? No, but I, I read oh, that uh, Scott Pelley felt that Biden looked tired to me. <laughs> Pelley apparently yeah. spoke off he, camera, too. He, he said that. No, he, on, he actually said it on camera twice. Oh, that he he's did. tired, and it's been a rough week, and, and the president is showing it. Then he tried to excuse Biden by saying, and when he gets tired, uh, you know, his his childhood stutter returns. Like, oh, you're still not using that one. Yeah, they've done that one a yeah, couple of times. That's always the cover for senility. You look at him. First of all, Biden looks so bizarre. He is so Botoxed up. Nothing on his face moves. Right, it, and it, his it, eyes are so dark. I can't get over his dark eyes. And tiny it little, drives me crazy. Tiny little slits. Face doesn't move. Right, it's all squint. You're right. He yeah. looks like he's wearing a Biden mask, and he was very soft spoken, very tired, and it's like wow, and, uh, he's almost completely out of juice. Well, they, what they said, well, he's got two wars going on: Ukraine, Israel. Yeah. It's a lot to deal with. Yeah, no, the clock's ticking fast. There isn't I love the way Scott Pelley talks. Well, Whoa. this is a lot for a president to deal with. <laughs> I love my voice. I'm so grave. <laughs> And so important sounding. All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM640, live everywhere, iHeartRadio. Let me run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years. They connect you to a vetted law firm in your state for an affordable monthly fee. Want an experienced set of eyes on a contract's fine print? Or you finally want to get that will done? Legal Shield has a dedicated group of lawyers who have your back, no matter what the future brings. Sign up today at Legal shield.com forward slash iHeart. PPLSI does not provide legal representation or advice. See a plan for complete terms. Do you love Selena? Like really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality Podcast. podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. 
And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. On the radio from 1 until 4, then after 4 o'clock, John and Ken On Demand, the podcast. Oh, well, another chapter coming up after 2 o'clock on people fighting back against crime, and this would be a home invasion attempt. We'll get the whole story from Blake Trolley, KFI News, after 2 o'clock. But I know that personally, and the John and Ken show is on his email list. We got the news over the weekend. It's very exciting. George Gascon is officially running for re-election as L.A. County District Attorney. And you can hear the cheers in the streets, can't you? There had been some speculation that with all the opponents and the fact that he's awful and all of the deputy DAs pretty much hate him, uh, he did survive, though, the recall attempt, sort of. But anyway, <laughs> yeah, like, never never went if, to the voters. If you but, cheat, yeah. you will. Yeah, never went to the voters. The but, uh, L.A. County Registrar cheated. Yeah. So uh, he, this is perfect. He goes to a labor union office, SEIU Local 2015 to announce that he's running for re-election on Saturday. And one of the first things he sounds off about is wage theft. It's terrible. Wage theft. Wage the, theft. Yeah, one of the biggest crimes in our history, he said. <laughs> <laughs> now, again, he's in front of a union crowd, so it's kind of playing to the audience, right? You tailor your, uh, your subject matter and your jokes. Right. Sure. Wage he theft. said a theft of labor. Billions of dollars each and every year, which impacts how all of us, by the way, because right. when you steal from the workers, you're stealing from the tax base right. of our community. How how many weeks would you work? And if you were, if you didn't get paid by the company, how, how many weeks would you work before you'd uh, go get another job? <laughs> how much can they steal from you exactly? These are poor immigrants who probably work off the books and, you know, well, the car wash you, people. And right. Well, you'd go to another car wash, wouldn't you? I, yeah, I I give you a week. You don't get paid for a week. Uh, yeah, you go somewhere else. Well, he doesn't take all your money. He kind of just trims. Hey, wait, it a bit. wait, wait. Is he insane? I he does. No, know this that, is a big topic in Sacramento does, too. There's some he, Democrat politicians that think wage theft is out of. And the El Segundo Times runs all these stories on it too. He, he knows cops are being shot to death in the street by right. guys that he let out early. He he, he knows that. Maybe nobody told him. What a then, sick, sick. You oh, know. the gathering, by the way, included not only labor officials. Uh, there was one congressman who attended, uh, and also Unisys Hernandez. It was Tony Card Cardenas was it's, the congressman, and Unisys Hernandez from the else from the L.A. Uh, City Council. It's the whole Marxist crowd. Oh, and some assemblywoman named Tina McKinner. It's, Democrat, it's Democratic Socialists of America. They're Marxists, they're anarchists, and they want to collectively ruin our system, our system of government, our capitalistic uh, economy, all of it, our sense of safety, our quality of life. That that that's what that's what they're here for. 
Uh, to me, they're they're like all the participants in the war. Just believe what they say. Go to their website. Read what they say on the website. They mean it. They are here to disrupt our way of life. That's what Unisys Hernandez and George Gascon are about. And, and they're succeeding. Then, as you might have expected, he tried to once again explain that crime is down. He doesn't know what the wacky side that's saying that crime is up and spreading all these stories about it. Yeah, well, people are too tired to fight with him. He can he can lie all day and night. No, Nobody's buying it anymore. It's not the reality. No, no he's, he's not going to get elected. He's, he, um, he's he, no, no. I, well, I don't know. He's I, gotten into. Well, I, I'm. I'm tired of trying to predict who votes. And no, I, I. There's no. There's no Gascon fans out there. There aren't any outside of these weird little. Well, the labor union people showed up cheering him yesterday or Saturday. There's not that many people in in the labor union in Los Angeles. Everybody else is scared to death to go outside to the grocery store. No. I. So he also. Uh, he, it looks like, based on this story, he called him Ron DeSantis. He dragged Ron DeSantis into this because I guess DeSantis has made California crime jokes. So then he tried to explain that, uh, oh, of course I'm pro-police. I was a police officer for 30 years. Yeah, right? well, he, he, he turned on his, uh, his brotherhood. Yeah. He's now anti-police and he doesn't care if they get murdered. And it's clear, you judge people by their actions. Yeah, it's easy to lie in public. By the way, he's a, he's a complete he's a complete psychopath. So he has no conscience. He has no problem lying. He has no problem pushing the policies he does, no matter how disastrous they've been, because he's a psychopath. No remorse. No conscience. No nothing. Unisys Hernandez got up there, and again, this is the L.A. City Council member who didn't know that electric vehicles don't have catalytic converters. We like to point that out every time. <laughs> it's like Kevin DeLeon couldn't recite the uh, Pledge uh, of Allegiance. I know. Uh, <laughs> And she used one of the words you really have to be uh, on the lookout for. The word is abolitionist. Generally, that means that's the end of prisons. That's what yes. they mean by that. Yes. Some of and them. She's speaking at a Gascon event. That's what she's talking about. Gascon. Some, they used to call it criminal justice reform. No. But uh, that seemed too weak. Now it's abolitionist. You know what? At least they're laying it out. No euphemisms. I, I do like people who don't use euphemisms and say exactly what they want to do. They want to get rid of prisons, get rid of county jails. Get rid of juvenile detention centers. Get rid of the police. All of it. That's what they want. They and want. and if they get their way, you will have anarchy and the, uh, uh, the American way of life will be destroyed. And that's what they want. Yeah, later on in the show, we're going to bring you an update on the story that was big here on the John and Ken show before what happened, obviously, in Israel against Hamas. And that was uh, uh, zero bail. Remember that? Uh, we, yeah. we do have an update for you, which we'll bring to you later. I hope you stole your, quick. your free car by now. They, yes, right. Uh, the, the bottom line is, though, it's still pending to be heard in a court in Orange County, the lawsuit by all those towns and cities in Los Angeles County to try to stop the zero bail movement. We got more coming up. John and Ken, KFIA on 640 Live Everywhere, iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640. All right, uh, coming up after 2 o'clock, we'll check in with KFI News reporter Blake Trolley about a uh, home invasion robbery that didn't go well for the robber. No. Uh, uh, we're seeing people are fighting back in stores and in their own homes, and we'll get the details after 2 o'clock. You'll also have a chance to win some money. That's right. At about 2.20, another keyword will be revealed. You just follow the directions 
and you could win the cash. We just mentioned that L.A. County District Attorney George Gascon has decided he is going to run for re-election. There is a March primary. There's a whole batch of candidates who would just like to knock him out. The top two will then meet in November is how it works in California. Now, a place that's probably in some ways worse than L.A. County is Alameda County in the Bay Area. The prime city there being Oakland. They have a district attorney who they are collecting signatures to recall. That's a big deal in the Bay Area. Although, you know, they recalled the San Francisco DA. Remember Chase yeah. Bowden? I yeah. They, 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 because it's... It, we can't do that here? Well, because they cheated. I, I guess they I'm did. absolutely certain they cheated. Of, of, uh, of then why didn't they cheat in San Francisco to protect the progressive? Uh, 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 I I don't know. We, we the, Dean Logan runs the uh, L.A. County Registrar's Office. He's got a whole history. Uh, anyway, uh, it's the recall of District Attorney Pamela Price. Uh, Oakland, of course, has been in one horrible crime wave. She hasn't been D- DA that long, actually. Her term right now ends in 2020, so January 2027. So she just got elected. Uh, the group organizing the recall is Save Alameda for Everyone, and they just started sending out their paid signature gatherers last week to try to get the issue before voters. And just looking at the pictures, uh, you know, I have to say, because people often think, oh, these are just Republicans trying to get rid of There's the Democrats. No, no Republicans in Oakland. That's uh, they're and they're black people with these signatures. Oh, and there's it, one woman whose son was murdered. And uh, it's, it, that's propaganda. I mean, it, it can be effective propaganda. It has been up till now. But they tried that when they kicked out uh, uh, when they kicked out the San Francisco D.A. What was the test? Chesa Bodine. They Chesa tried Bodine, yeah. they tried that Republican thing. And then they also uh, uh, got rid of three members of the board of supervisors right or the board of education it was the board of board education, of education. Yeah. yeah and so the, the registered republicans in san francisco and this is a fact seven percent seven percent of the vote so no it's it's propaganda gascon uses it uh the, the you know oh, it's trump people it's like yeah go find me a trump person in oakland okay you'd you'd, you'd, you'd be uh You'd be uh, more likely to find uh, freshly laid dinosaur eggs. Uh, remember Libby Schaff? She's no longer the mayor. It's somebody named Sheng Thao who fired the police chief in February, and they still don't have a replacement. Yeah, yes. The former police chief is reapplying for his old job. Let's <laughs> abolish the police. <laughs> exactly. Start with the chief, and maybe the rest of the officers will just quit. Well, we had mentioned that some Oakland businesses closed for two hours last month to you know, protest the, the people, lack of public safety. The people in the businesses deserve this. You vote. You you cannot do stupid things forever. It catches up with you, right? You, like, you can't live your life stupidly. You can't spend your whole life drinking too much, smoking too much, uh, getting into fights with, with your bosses, refusing to put, pay your rent. Eventually, it comes crashing down, and you end up one of these homeless stories in the L.A. Times, right? <laughs> because you're unhealthy, you have no money, you got no family that talks to you anymore, you don't have a job, and it's because of your bad, stupid behavior over a long period of time. You can get away with anything for a while, but you do stupid stuff long enough, consistently enough, and that's what Oakland's done. They've had a long string of really idiotic mayors, and city council people, district attorneys, the whole lot. It's like, hey, good. You have an uninhabitable city. 
Good right. luck. Yeah, it has gotten to the point where uh, the people are finally saying enough is enough. Uh, I, I, it works for only so long to say that, uh, oh, you know, crime is not as bad as you think, and uh, we're no. doing everything we can, but no. it, They're just lies. They know they, when they uncover what you're really about, which is what happened here in L.A. County, and hopefully we'll see the results of that next March. Your criminal justice reform basically means you're ending our justice system. <laughs> you're ending. <laughs> they might as well disband the courts, too, if they want to just not you know, close all the prisons. It's amazing how effective lies are. If you have some position of power or or you're someone that others have emotionally invested in you, the person, or your philosophy, you can you can just make up any old thing. And they'll go, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. That's right. Because people are not smart. They're not critical thinkers. They You just go by what you see. If you see a city that is so riven with crime, and 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 mental patients and homeless people and all that. Just use your eyes. What do you see? Obviously, it's badly governed. Obviously, the people in charge have have bad, destructive philosophies. You, you don't have to sit there and look at statistics and listen to their arguments. It's like, no, I see it with my own eyes. I want this to stop. All right. When we return, people are fighting back. Yeah, we've talked about stories at jewelry stores and convenience stores where clerks and employees are telling the robber, you're not taking our stuff and beating them. Or, well, we go to Hollywood Hills. A story will come up from Blake Trolley about a woman who supposedly shot a man who was trying to break into her home. Good. Johnny Ken KFI. <laughs> AM 640 live everywhere, iHeartRadio app. In for Deborah Mark, Sandy Wells live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Hey, you've been listening to The John and Ken Show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday, and, of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. 
Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 